Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of From No Crypto to No Crypto. I'm your your host, the crypto coach, Blockchain Wayne. Today we're joined by Alvin. Alvin is with XT. Alvin, thanks for joining us today. Yes, thank you, Wayne, for welcoming me. Good uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, looking forward to this. I uh, really want to get some insight from you. Uh, but before we talk about XT and what you guys are doing there, um, tell us a little bit about yourself and your background and what, what led you to, to where you are today. Yeah, so basically, um, I have a long story along the, the tech scene, let's say. I started up actually uh, dropping from school and started my first startup uh, almost 15 years ago. And uh, it was the very beginning of Web2, build up social media platform at the beginning. And then uh, after this, for a few years, I did my first exit, jumped uh, into the creator economy, building a marketplace, mm -hmm. connecting uh, sellers and end user was really trendy at that time. And then keep moving on my way, build a third startup related to EdTech, uh, exit that one. And uh, back in the days, in 2017, actually, I was living in Asia. And uh, I already started to heard, you know, around me about Bitcoin, because uh, at that time, especially, I was in China. And people were already, you know, buying, selling, and a lot of story around me, like, okay, okay, I don't need to work anymore. You know, I'm buying these things called Bitcoin. You know, you should have a look about it. <laughs> And so it was very <laughs> interesting thing. And uh, I started to look at it as an investor perspective. And a few years later, uh, around 2020, uh, I got my, my two feet inside. And uh, this is how I really get into crypto, blockchain, and, and Web3. Yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. So you came in uh, 2017. Uh, that peak, being in the tech space, had you heard about Bitcoin prior to 2017? Not much, actually. Uh, 2017, uh, back in the days, as I said, in China was really the first time I heard about it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Awesome. I know, like myself, I jumped in in 2016, but I heard about it in 2012, 2013, 2014, and always just kind of dismissed yeah. it because like, oh, I don't know, what is this, what is this crazy stuff? I don't, I don't want anything to do with it. And then now look at where we are today. Um, you know, one of the things that, that, that I like to... I, I'd like to ask too is what is your number one motivational quote you've done a lot of startups obviously that entrepreneur life i'm sure you've been mm. heavy into personal development so what's your what's your favorite motivational quote yeah well uh, my, my my favorite quote actually i have a few but i like this one that's i i guess come from a woman uh um eleanor roosevelt and i think it influenced quite my life so she, so she, she used to say that the, the the small minds you know discuss about uh, people and uh, the average minds discuss about facts and actually the great minds discuss id and um what i take from this is actually you know like in life you always need to keep learning keep improving yourself it's, it's constant challenge and uh, right. by discussing ID, just make yourself a better person. You have a better understanding about things. And hopefully also, you can also make the world better by your impact and by your input. So, yeah, I like that one. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. I, I love that. Yeah, I mean, ideas are, are really what drives the, drives the future. It's funny, last night we were doing a, a workshop for business owners, teaching them Web3. And one of the, one of the speakers brought up the, he said, what he's seeing in his, in, in the career is in the past people were rewarded for productivity and we're mm. seeing that shift now because there there's so many tools to help with productivity that now the big reward is for creativity more than productivity yeah, yeah absolutely cool so you jumped in uh, xt is a you know centralized exchange tell us a little bit more about xt i mean there's there's a lot of exchanges out there tell us what's unique 
uh, that you guys bring with XT? Yeah, actually, we've been in the space for quite a while. Um, we, we started the exchange uh, back in 2017 and um, originally as a very simple platform for allowing people to trade. And uh, along the years, um, starting originally from Asia, we started also to want to explore more about the global market and, of course, launch new products and services. So um, today we don't only have XT.com as the exchange, but we also offer a lot of products and services such as a launchpad, XT starter, such as an NFT marketplace, XT NFT. We also developed our own blockchain, which is called XT Smart Chain. Uh, we, we explore also into the field of investment through our VC arm, which is called XT Labs. And uh, we have also been experimenting some incubation program. And actually, um, today we are very proud to say that we have built this uh, full ecosystem, you know. And so uh, we up to date have more than 6 million users. Uh, we are active and operate in more than 10 countries with offices and people. And uh, we are proud to say that recently we reached uh, top 20 uh, ranking in terms of exchange. So it's a good progress we did in five years, but I believe it's only the beginning. So it is much more to do. <laughs> Absolutely. So obviously building, uh, you know, you say XT started in 2017. That was really the peak of the last bull market cycle. Um, you, you became CEO in 2020, was that correct? Uh, a little bit after that, a little bit after that, yeah. Shortly after that. So basically at the peak of another bull, bull market, so rather than having that luxury of, of that, that height, that, that leading up to a bull market, you guys have been building all of this, this whole ecosystem, which is great to hear about because I love to see when it's more than just an exchange. Launchpad sounds amazing. Uh, so many other things that you guys are doing. Um, how would you describe your experience in building during the bear market? Obviously, you're putting all this infrastructure in, right? Market yeah. conditions are going down in terms of price, right? So yeah. what's your experience building during a bear market? Well, I think, uh, is, as you said, it's not the first uh, bear market we've been going through. So we know that the market, uh, like every financial market, operates as a cycle. <clears throat> So we've been through bear market, we've been through bull market. Today we are more in the bear and uh, we learned that we need to focus when the hard times comes because we cannot be everywhere and we really need to use uh, smartly and uh, our resource, I will say. So uh, uh, before, for example, last year's or in the bull, as I said, we grow the ecosystem. We tried also to do a lot of things. Some things worked, some things worked less. So we say, okay, today we need to focus on what matters to we are today, which is our core product, which is our platform right now. So we decided to focus on what we call um, the, the, the three P basically, which is keep improving the product uh, on the exchange. Meaning for example, we used to do mainly spot trading, but now we launch also the future of trading. Uh, also improving the platform capacity in terms of engine, in terms of uh, matching engine in terms of speed, in terms of the capacity to 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 allow a higher number of transactions simultaneously, um, making sure that what you are building right now will be also very useful when the next bull comes. And third, uh, we have been also paying very much attention to the to the last P, which is actually the people, and. Uh, We've been growing a lot, uh, building uh, a huge team all around the world. 
And of course, we've been downsizing a little bit, uh, drink the beer, but making sure that the people that we keep are the right one to make us prepare for the next wave. So yeah, focus is always the most important, but in the tough time, it's extremely important. Yeah. Gotcha. Would you say, uh, what would you say are some of the unique challenges uh, that arise in, in these bear market conditions? Obviously, you said you've had to um, downsize some. I mean, we have as well at FIO. Obviously, it's uh, yeah. <laughs> you want to try to optimize your team. But what other challenges have you seen? Uh, I think the biggest challenge, you know, today is also an information war. And mm -hmm. uh, the rise of social media and the influence of the social media in the market and the impact in the industry is uh, more important than ever. Because in the last bear, uh, basically only, I will say, um, it was really a, a market for the, um, for the people that were kind of initiated, you know. But today we had a little bit more awareness, uh, more public, a little bit of more mass adoption, which means that media attention, uh, as you see, uh, is, is, is growing towards crypto. So it's much easier to bash the market, to spread a lot of information. And today all this information in France, crypto price, in France, regulations, in France, projects, in France, the, the answer of the government towards this new technology. So it's, it's been the, the most difficult part actually to, to deal with this, uh, this information war, I think from my perspective. Yeah, I mean, that's very well said. Um, you know, you're right there. There's so much, uh, you know, those of us in the industry we call it FUD, right? There's a lot of FUD, fear, uncertainty and doubt that's yeah. spread by a lot of people, a lot of misinformation. You know, when the mar when the market's going up, oh, it's, it's everything's beautiful and lovely <laughs> and it's everybody's yeah. going to be rich. And when the market's crashing, it's, oh, get yeah. out. It's uh, you're going to lose all your money. So yeah. Yeah, it's good to have that long term thinking. Um, I'll give you an example. My um, my experience in the 2018 bull, uh, bear market was coming off of that high of 2017. I was mm. a big believer at that point in the space and where it was going. And 2018 market prices were crashing. So I decided to start hitting the event circuit and going to different events mm. just to see, okay, is this really real? Uh, and, and, you know, you meet so many people, you hear the term that, that or you hear the phrase, uh, bear markets are for builders and it's true, right? Cause that's when yeah. you really double down, you put your infrastructure in place, you build products that way, when these market cycles return, you're, you, you're in a place to where you can capture, capture that and, and bring in more users. Um, so as your main business being a, a crypto exchange, obviously the other platforms are really cool. Uh, what are your primary challenges that you encounter just in the industry in general as, as an uh, exchange, uh, yeah, so as an exchange, as you know, uh, recently and for most of the exchange, uh, they were the first to be hit by the regulation aspects. So I think uh, we needed to play with the rules. So that's why also in the many countries where we started uh, new offices, we also went through the process of, for example, acquiring a crypto license. So I'm seeing, for example, um, this year we acquired a crypto license in Middle East, in Dubai, you know, with the DMCC, uh, we in the process also to acquire further license. So I think that was the, the, the first main challenge. And also with the difficulty that everything can happen at any time. Uh, from one day to another, the regulator came and said, okay, guys, you need, to do, you need to do it. So now we learn also to be proactive, uh, not just responsive, but in the new country also where we want to enter, uh, having the right approach. But as you know, I mean, uh, crypto industry is also an industry for people that have this entrepreneurial mindset. So 
until now we were more like in the spirit of like okay we are going we are trying we're doing something but now we need to do everything of course uh playing with the um, the regulation so i think that's the that's the main challenge we have been facing uh recently actually as as a crypto exchange yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and and, and the same and, and, and I will say that also the, the, the second aspect uh, that is super important because this is just building the ground, but as a platform, uh, our responsibility is to make sure also that the assets of the client are safe, uh, that there is no problem. So this is also something we've been building actually uh, these security layers also for all over the years. And until now, we never had any problems so far with our user phone. So this is still our our first also a priority when it comes to the the user side actually, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously, what happened in the last year has put a lot of scrutiny on exchanges between yeah. you know FTX, Voyager, Celsius, um, and it's really bad actors. I constantly have to teach people that are not already into crypto that that wasn't a cryptocurrency problem. That was. You know, those were other issues. The problem is not with the cryptocurrency. So, yeah, obviously yeah. trust is a big is a big thing when it comes to when someone's using an exchange and they're holding their funds on an exchange. There's got to be a level of trust and security. So it's good to hear that, that you guys are, are are focusing on that. And, yeah, I mean, regulation in, in countries that are common sense regulation where you can operate, they realize it's not going to stifle innovation. Those are great to hear what's what's going on there, man. You know, where, where I live right now in the USA, it's kind of... Uh, you know, it's funny, like we grow up learning that you know, this is the land of the free, right? But yeah. the, the, there's so much, um, there's so many gray areas here because they're, they're, the, the regulators here haven't been very friendly. And it seems like <clears throat> some bodies of government here are finally starting to recognize that. And so within, like, say, our, our Senate and our Congress, there's been a lot of scrutiny in the SEC regulations. So hopefully that'll come to where you guys are. You know, can even maybe expand one day, expand your business in, in, into the U.S. Right? That would be uh, yeah. That would be a yeah. good thing. I love love having uh, you know products that are great um, and what you guys have built with the Launchpad, the NFT marketplace. Um, so talking about that, right? You know, we hear from people outside of crypto all the time. Obviously, in the bear market, they say crypto's dead. But obviously, many people think that NFTs were just a fad that have come and gone but you guys have launched an NFT marketplace. So you obviously see the potential as well. I do as well. So what what do you see in terms of the future potential? Uh, we'll talk about the whole market in general, but obviously yeah. to launch an NFT marketplace, what do you where do you see that one going, that space going? Well, uh, actually it's true that for us at the beginning was more a trial because we saw a rising interest in terms of NFT. But uh, if we talk about more the future of NFT, I think uh, a very hot uh, topic right now is related to real-world assets and uh, mm -hmm. tokenization, basically, of real-world assets, which actually, if it's related to commodities, arts, uh, real estate, for example, uh, even bonds or whatever, can be turned today also into NFT. So we are talking here about uh, not just a JPEG, not just a hype, but a concrete application that basically can talk to everybody. So every, everything can be tokenized and everything can become somehow an, an NFT as a, as a, as a form of, uh, of ownership. So uh, the, the, the real potential is coming here when the real concrete uh, usage and application talks to Miss, Mr. and Miss Nobody, basically. Yeah. So, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, that's, that's a great explanation, man. I, I, um, I'm teaching a lot of businesses now how, how they can utilize NFTs in their business. Most people think of NFTs, 
uh, non-fungible. And those that are listening, NFT is a non-fungible token. Uh, yeah. It's different from a fungible token. So like, whereas Bitcoin is fungible, if you send me one Bitcoin and I send you a different Bitcoin back, it doesn't matter. They all have the same value. Non-fungible yeah. gives you that unique identifier that it's only that thing uh, to where anytime you need a unique asset and ownership, NFTs will be that go to technology. In fact, we may not even call it NFTs in, in the in the future. But most people think that I've heard the NFT hype, think of these cartoon JPEGs, cartoon profile pictures. And it's so much more than that. It's utility, it's yeah. digital access. Uh, and, and in the future, when we, when we don't, we don't call it, NFT is the underlying technology. So we're not going to call it that forever. It'll yeah. be a digital access pass, digital token, a digital ticket to a concert, uh, a digital, you know, tokenization of property, right? So the, the apartment or house that you own, that NFT is the, the deed or title to that to that property. I just see so many things coming from that. And also that, that mesh of physical and digital, like we mentioned with property. Yeah. Man, um, I, I grew up a, a big sports fan. So sports collectible, sports memorabilia uh, yeah. is important. But when you have like autograph stuff, it's it's important to have a certificate of authenticity. Yeah. But even that certificate be, can be counterfeited. But imagine an NFT that you can verify it was minted on the same day that it was signed. So it's, it's verifiable that that physical item you have, because you have the NFT certificate, that's your certificate of authenticity, man. So many things. Yeah. I went down the rabbit hole of NFTs in 2018. Um, in fact, I did a podcast in 2018 on NFTs and it was my worst listened to podcast of the year. And so much so that, cause nobody knew what NFTs were and so much so that I deleted it. Cause I was like, God, that was my worst one. It was killing my, uh, you know, my ratings. So I deleted. I wish I would have kept it. You know, looking back, that was I was still early on in my podcasting days, um, but so much potential there. What about the future of the crypto space in general? Where do you see Where do you see us in the next one to two years? Well, <laughs> you know, it's always hard, of course, to predict the futures. But uh, what I see somehow is that uh, to build a successful um, industry, or let's say like. Um, ecosystem you need you, you need a few layers so let's start from the from the very basic if we if we go back to the to the internet itself you know and the revolution it was uh, basically we need first the um, the common ground the, the infrastructure layer right with the today the, the blockchain as the main technology and some uh, a few emerging players that are able to also uh, attract enough uh, product application to, to build on top of it. And, and today what we see is that there is still a there is still a, a war right between layer one, between layer two. Uh, there is no really a one 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 blockchain really like uh, you know like um, proposing a lot of concrete application and everything. Uh, the, the, the second aspect of this common ground is that uh, to avoid to be a chaotic world, we also need of course the set of regulation, so a framework. For people to work within so this is actually what's happening right now so once this first layer will be built then the second layer is like uh, we need people to access to the technology so when we talk about the internet uh, the, the first easy access for people to use internet was and to really interact with the internet was to to have for example an email so with this email you could basically log in to a website you could receive information exchange with people uh, today, when we compare to blockchain crypto technology, uh, we're talking eventually about having a, a, a digital uh, identity, a decentralized digital identity, right? Which is be for everybody a way to identify himself 
and to access to application. And and of course, uh, as also crypto is a, basically a first financial revolution, uh, a wallet, let's say. So when, when are we going to reach the stage that most of the people or the massive adoption for everybody like have this in their pocket to basically start to use it? And, and, the, and the third layer will be concrete application with usage. So you just mentioned just now about uh, the NFT, uh, tokenizing real world assets uh, as, a, as a digital uh, certificate of ownership. But uh, today we also see the, 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 the hot topic around stablecoin because stablecoin at the end remains the, 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 also the basic as, as, as a financial revolution for crypto. Uh, people want to to buy eventually and 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 sell, and so stablecoin remain the, the the basic the basic application of that. So for uh, well, this is basically the the, the the three layers where we see that uh, there will be um, evolution. But what what I hope to see also uh, is an more uh, professionalization uh, in the field also, because we are also now in the stage that as a bit a bit like in the internet um, bubble.com era you know like uh, a lot of things uh, maybe what like maybe 99 percent of the project you know they will not survive so mm -hmm. once we will have more professionalism more structure more uh, more committed real people and project not just like building to raise money and making exits or rug pool or whatever then we will be able to talk about blockchain crypto being a real uh, proper proper industry, you know, in the market. And, and when you look at the potential, uh, again, of the real world asset, we are talking maybe of a market that in 2030 will be worth of like 15 or $20 trillion. So it's, it's, it's really huge. And here there will be a real impact in people's life and a real concrete application about how blockchain really impact the, the economy, really impact through the technology, people's life, you know, or business uh, as, a, as, a, as an activity. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I was having a conversation with a business owner the other day about the cryptocurrency space. And he said, man, there's just there's so many scams. And I was like, yeah, there's <laughs> there's going to be scams, right? There's going to be that um, just like, I mean, there's still stock market scams. There's still real estate scams. Indeed. The problem is when the use and utility far exceeds and out overshadows all the scams, that's when you really get more towards user adoption. They're always going to exist, yeah. right? People, yeah. people always pray, scammers always prey on people's ignorance, but it's, it's good to have that. But also the, the, you touched on it earlier. I mean, the, the usability of crypto, the tech is, is phenomenal, but having those layers of user, uh, usability and user interfaces are what's important. Think about the internet adoption. It didn't really come about until the interfaces got easier to use and more user friendly. Most people don't care about a lot of the technology they're using that's behind the scenes as long as they just want it to work. And I think yeah. uh, cryptocurrency and blockchain is the same way. Uh, that's why we, you know, we tackled one of, one of the biggest problems right now with people that are paying with crypto, sending and receiving is those long wallet addresses, right? You make one error and you send it to the wrong address. So being able to map your addresses to a FIO handle and then when you send, so if I'm depositing to XT, I can send to Wayne at XT uh, com and that is my handle and if I type it wrong it won't let me send it if I type it right it's gonna send it it won't send it on the wrong chain it won't send it you know I won't send it to the wrong chain address I won't send it to the wrong um, I won't send it to the wrong uh, you know wrong address period to where it's gone forever and and that that's you know that's just our part of what we can do uh, for that but you gotta have those interfaces um, 
to make it easy and, and I'm sure you feel the same way to where the end user in, in the future is not going to know many cases what blockchain they're interacting with just that they've got a smart wallet and when they're going to utilize crypto digital assets um, it'll pay they'll be able to pay or receive pay in, in the best asset available and there'll be a lot more interoperability so that's a lot of what we're focused on uh, I had the conversation with a game developer recently too because uh, gamers are wanting to use our handles for their games uh, because yeah. that handle uh, the gamers that are going to be coming from the web 2 space into web 3 to play games that are based on blockchain they're not going to care what blockchain they're playing on whether they're playing on wax or solana or polygon yeah. Um, yeah. but if they have to have a different username for every wallet attached to that it's going to make it hard but having one universal handle that ma that matches that um, so that, that's great and what you guys have done you know if, you, if you're listening to this and you're a user of xt's uh platform you can go in and you can you can register a fee or handle and map it to um to a handful of the, the top cryptocurrencies in, in there that way when you go to deposit it's super easy to send to and um you know so yeah that that's that's really i think we've got to see better user interfaces think of ai um have you guys been paying attention to what's happening in the ai space lately yeah, yeah, of course, we've been paying attention uh, for, for internal use <laughs> as yeah. also as uh, I mean, uh, there was also, um, you know, these odd trends about all the AI coin and stuff like that. But this is more, more from the product, the platform perspective. But beside that, we're also thinking about how we could integrate more uh, um, functionality for more like service, you know, customer service, uh, even like before we're thinking about training bot and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, we keep an eye on it, of course. Yeah, cool. Yeah, same here. I mean, we use it for marketing, but uh, as well, how, how can our end users use it? And the reason I draw that comparison into the crypto space, I think you're going to see a lot of relation. Obviously, AI is going to creep into every business, but when you look at adoption cycles, people are like, AI just bust onto the scene. And before you know it, ChatGPT had the most users ever in the first week that in, of any platform. And it's because the technology has been being built for a long time. Yeah. And then when it was built, it has a simple, easy user interface that people can use. And yeah. crypto is the opposite. Crypto has been being built in the public. So people have seen the clunkiness, the hard to use. Indeed. And so we're still moving towards that adoption cycle. So I tell everybody, we've got to get to where we make it easier to use. Um, when I'm onboarding a new user with a wallet, like a wallet that they control, and they've got to stop what they're doing to write down a seed phrase somewhere, you know, it, it obviously it makes sense if you're sitting at your desk, but what if you're on the go, you know, and, and so having yeah. other other technologies to make it easier, we don't have to write down the seed phrase. And if I lose the seed phrase, it's gone forever. Um, you know, so th those types of things are what we need to see in the space. Um, and and back to what we talked about with with the, the cycles, obviously, I don't like to talk much about price when I talk about cryptocurrency, but obviously people pay attention to price in the market. Um, and you, you mentioned it earlier when you first started to answer the question, there's a lot of variables in what can happen in the next one to two years. But the one fixed thing, when you look at Bitcoin adoption, Bitcoin still pretty much drives market prices overall. It's yes. a majority of the market share. And yeah. uh, we've got a halving coming up next year, right? Where the mining rewards get cut in half. Um, do you feel as well that that's going to have a, another significant impact on the market movements? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's also, <laughs> it's also, of course, our hope. And, uh, and we believe too, we believe too. I mean, uh, seriously, there have been a lot of tough time, you know, recently. So we sometimes we are thinking, okay, what can be 
what can be worth that we have been we, we've been through uh, for the let's say the past six, seven, eight months. You know, so uh, basically we still remain bullish, of course, on BTC. Uh, as you say, is the main driver. Uh, when BTC goes, the altcoin follows. So. Yeah. Uh, and we, we need BTC and, and for sure, you know what's happening right now with the uh, in US, you probably see they're trying to launch ETF and stuff like that. I mean, there, yeah. there is a lot of interest for, 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 for Bitcoin. So it, 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 it's, it's here to stay. It's here to stay. And as you know, the market is always operating in cycle. So there is no reason that normally the, I don't want to say the history repeats itself, but I mean, should be okay. Yeah, very, very <laughs> similar. Yeah. I mean, it, and when, when someone understands the laws of supply and demand uh, and a scarce asset, so we understand, we all saw during COVID what happens when governments print a lot of money, right? Yeah. When you create, generate a lot of money, inflation happens, your purchasing power and, and overall value, intrinsic value goes down. Whereas yeah. the opposite, when you have a scarce asset that becomes more and more scarce, more and more in demand. And for those that don't understand what the halving is, Bitcoin operates through proof of work. So every time a block is created, new Bitcoins are created that are that are that are that are paid out to miners that are securing the network and that's that set amount is over the period of time is going to be 21 million total and it every four years it gets cut in half that reward that's paid out every block so you have an ad even if you don't understand mining or how proof of work just understand that the amount being the amount being re released into the market becomes less and less and what ha what's happening the demand is going up and up so i tell people all the time I'm not going to tell you a price prediction. I'm not going to say anything. I just know personally, when you look at the law of supply and demand, if there's more and more people wanting to use a scarce asset and there's less and less available, what happens to it, <laughs> right? We saw that happen, um, you know, when, when more things are in demand, prices go up for them. You see that happen with concert tickets, right? <laughs> Someone wants to go to a concert. If it's in high demand, if it's a concert and not many people are aware of, you can get a ticket for 30 40 $50. But yep. if it's like uh, like here in the U.S. where a Taylor Swift concert, people are selling those tickets for like $10,000 a piece. It's all about the demand. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So you told us about some exciting developments at XT already with what you guys have launched. Um, any upcoming features that you can share with us? Anything that's coming soon that you can give us a sneak peek Yeah, about? yeah. So uh, as I was saying, we, we keep improving the product. Uh, recently, we were um, working a lot on futures and uh, we launched uh, what we call uh, copy trading. So for those that don't really know what is copy trading, it allows you to reproduce, let's say, the moves of uh, some some famous or, or, or good traders, let's say. So we're we, we onboarding a lot of uh, talented uh, traders and, and basically we allow users to, to, to follow their trades. So that's basically uh, a big thing for us because uh, it goes along um, the particularity of XT, which is called also a social infuse exchange. And then what do we mean by that is like from the very beginning, we pay special attention to our community. And we've been also working with some major application, uh, social app to, to, to allow what we call the um, a social trading function. So we have one very interesting partner, let's say in Asia, that allows it's like you use Telegram and within Telegram group, you could trade together. So it's very exciting. It's very, it's very unique also. So when we talk about the community, we, we, we always think to, to, to move uh, with XT uh, in this way. So in the product we launch, uh, in the functionalities, but also in the activity we do, uh, we're also very active. 
uh, on the on the offline on the offline scene. So if you if you travel the world, if you go to events, you will most of the time see XT uh, along these events with our team there. Um, always happy to welcome people. So this is something that we're trying to develop as a small exchange. We are not the biggest, but uh, really empowering the, pe the the power of the community. So yeah, copy trading is a, is a big is a big thing for us and something we're gonna keep pushing from the product uh, perspective. And then uh, as a part of other excitement project we do have, uh, we also keep entering new markets, uh, mainly uh, Asia and also Middle East. Middle East is a very active market for us now. So we are also very bullish. You know, it's very unique place in the world, very friendly toward uh, crypto, digital assets. So th this is part of the plan for, for this year at least. And uh, keep being focused and uh, well, that's it. Awesome. I'd love to hear that. I mean, copy trading is great. Uh, coming from someone that, that in 2016, I jumped into trading. Right, trading looks easy to the yeah. uneducated person. It's like, <laughs> oh, look, it's, it's you buy here and sell here. It's, it's simple. But once you actually get into it and you have those emotions, so having, having someone to copy, you know, obviously everybody, when you're trading or investing, um, you are 100% responsible for your decisions. Um, even the best traders don't always get it right. So you yeah. can jump in and copy one trade uh, and that trader gets it wrong and they lose money. But it's all about your risk to reward, your 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 management. Also, the, the bigger key is, is the biggest battle happens here is, is yeah. you know, when as a new trader, when the, the price is low, you want to panic and sell because you think it's going to keep going down and you're going to lose more money. And then when the price is high, you, you have that mental block where you don't want to sell it because you're like, oh, it's going to keep going up. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And so, yeah, trading, I, I tell people all the time, it's not for everybody. It's but having but it's all about skill. It's just like anything. A, a plumber didn't know how to fix plumbing, you know, how to fix pipes and do all the things a plumber can do or an electrician as well until they, they were trained and they, they practiced over and over and over again. And people get in the trading and they try to trade for a few days. And um, the bad yeah, part the find, is, the, is, the, is the psychological aspect. Actually. You, you, you know the technique, but it's a fight against yourself, right? Right, right. I, I tell you, man, some of the worst things I see that can happen. I tell this, the worst thing that can happen to a new trader is they get lucky early on and they, they make some really good yeah. trades to where they make some yeah. profit because then they get cocky and they're like, oh, this is easy. Anybody can do this. And then when, when the market starts to become more volatile, it really, you know, it really hits them hard. So learning those lessons early on when you're not risking a lot of money is actually yeah. better. You, you know, it's better if you learn some of those lessons early before rather than you jump in and you just happen to get lucky, make a few good trades, make some decent money. You're like, okay, let me go in bigger. And they go in bigger and next thing it's it's gone. So yeah. great to hear. Any anywhere that offers copy trading, anybody listening, definitely like like I said, it's not gonna be a hundred percent win, but you get a chance and then you start to see the patterns that those traders are jumping in and out of. And yeah. what what look at the chart when they're entering and exiting in a trade and what do you see? Some of the similarities, some of the patterns. Um, and that's really the best the best thing about copy trading is you get to see and then in the future you can make better decisions because you understand okay when these certain indicators all line up this is a, there's a better chance to potentially enter a trade exit a trade um and so with futures have you guys seen a lot of success with futures on the platform uh, i know that's what i hear a lot of traders are really looking for is futures trading yeah yeah then there is a lot of uh, appetite of course for futures trading so we, we we see a growing interest of course and and uh 
The, the, the thing with future, I will say, is that uh, bear market or bull market, there is always future traders, you know. So, um, yeah, it's still is, is very active. It's very active product and uh, we are growing our market share about futures. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So, in general, one of the last questions I have for you is uh, how do you envision the future growth and success of the company? Uh, like, where do you see XT going? We're looking, we're, say, five years from now, we're looking back. What does that look like? For you guys, yeah. Well, uh, actually, now uh, in terms of uh, our numbers, a bit, um, we we are top twenty exchange. Uh, we really want to be within top ten for getting uh, when the next bull happen. So <laughs> it's really our ambition because we know that it's it's somehow it, it it's always more painful and costly to 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 try to fight during the bear, but it's it, it's even more during the bull. So we are here. We keep fighting, and if we can secure a top ten position when the next bull runs then that would be really wonderful for us. And if we start from there and we remain being like a top 10 exchange in the world, I mean, it's, it's just, it, it's a fantastic thing, you know, that uh, starting a few years ago and being there, that would be great. So I think, I think we, are, we, are, we are a small team. Uh, we, are, we are very committed. We are very human approach when we work with projects, when we work with people. And, um, and, 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 and because you, <laughs> earlier you, you were talking about quote, I think uh, there is also another quote that comes into my mind that never underestimate what a, a small group of committed people, you know, can, can do. So I believe I believe eventually we are there, you know, and so that, that, that's what we want, actually, improve our product, improve our platform and improve our our, our ranking. And uh, that's that's what we want to do. Yeah. Awesome. What uh, what advice would you give? Say someone's listening to this and they're they're just learning about cryptocurrency or maybe they've been watching for a year or two not really jumped in like many people do um what advice would you give to that new person that that's thinking about getting involved whether it's getting involved doing a little trading investing or a little mix of both? yeah yeah of course i mean uh, theory is always interesting but being practical is always better because you need to learn and, and and you remember things when you learn by doing mistake or by success so uh, get, get registered on a platform Try, try. Even with a, with a, don't need to put a lot of money. Try, see how it works. Download the wallet, and uh, and buy and sell. You know, like uh, use a little bit of DeFi. Try to buy NFT. Get familiar with all the product about the ecosystem, because we talk about it about crypto. It seems too very complicated at first, but when you start to really put your hands on, actually, it is not that complicated. So we we all been through that at the very beginning, right? <laughs> so, yeah, 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 yeah. Just Absolutely. try, just try, just try. Yeah, just Absolutely. do it. I, just do it. Absolutely, <laughs> just do it. The Nike slogan. Yeah, and, and you know when I jumped into the space, uh, or when I started podcasting, I started podcasting in 2018. The whole point was to educate people because this is hard, and you've got to start. We need two things for adoption. We need people to be better educated on what this is, and then we need better user interfaces. So that's why yep. I started yep. putting my focus on building uh, educational content uh, for myself and then eventually for different projects. And then FIO was that layer of making it easy. And we like to partner with platforms that are making it easy to bring onboard people into the space like XT yep. um, and others. So it's it's definitely important. Is there, um, do you guys have an educational element uh, besides you yeah, mentioned coffee we have, trading? Yeah, we, we have the uh, XT Academy. Uh, which nice. is actually a platform to to educate people about crypto blockchain. 
So we, we, we publish content, uh, we, we, we release uh, information to also try to educate more people about the space. Awesome. And that's what's important uh, when you think about it is, uh, you know, exchanges, there's, there's several exchanges or many exchanges that are out there. And if you're just getting, maybe you're just getting new users because people are leaving Binance or people are leaving Correct. Kraken or other exchanges, you're still, it's the same ecosystem. But if we want to grow adoption, we've got to teach more people about the space. So that's, that's great to hear. So definitely, if you're listening to this, check out the XT Academy. I love it. I love it when I talk to projects because that, that have uh, an educational educational program in there to where you can go in and learn a little bit because that's the key yeah. is understanding. Um, so definitely want to check that out. Alvin, uh, you know, we're about to wrap up here. Um, thank you. Any final, any, oh, thank you. Any final words for our audience? Uh, also, maybe let, let people know we talked a lot about XT and I'll have the yep. links in the descriptions for this podcast, sure. wherever it's posted. But tell everybody, um, you know, any final words and also where can they uh, find out more about XT? Well, you can find more about XT on XT.com. Uh, it's a two letters website, so it's not complicated to remember. <laughs> you Super can also easy. follow. You can also follow our socials. Uh, we are active on Twitter. We are active on LinkedIn. Uh, we also have a YouTube channel. And, um, and and also, if you want to learn more about crypto, follow uh, Blockchain Wayne. I mean, follow follow, yeah. follow Mr. Wayne. You know, he's also doing a great job. I really enjoyed the interview. I really enjoy your insights. You're doing great as well. So I think, as you say, educating people is the key. So we're very happy to share with you today and trying to inspire more people to get into crypto blockchain. Absolutely. Awesome. So everybody listening, make sure to follow XT.com. You're definitely right about that. When I first heard about you guys, I was like, man, that's that's a great website name. It's super easy to remember, right? Two letters, yeah. XT.com. Yeah. You know what I mean? At FIA, we, we focus on making things easy, easy to remember, yes. easy to use. And XT.com is, is, is super easy. And, and you guys have a great lot, lot of great things going on. I, I love to see that, um, you know, anytime I see companies that are building in bear markets, that just, it continues to solidify my belief that we are on the right track. And what you yeah. said earlier, right? Small groups of people. I forgot how exactly how you were, but small groups of people can do never, great things. Never, never, never what a small group of committing people can do. <laughs> Absolutely. And that, that's really every great innovation in the world has started with that, a small group, um, you know, typically before you see the masses yeah. come in. You eventually hit a tipping point where all the everybody just begins to come in because it's it's just just makes sense. We saw that happen with the Internet. We saw that happen with social media cell phones even right the the mobile phone Correct. uh i remember the first mobile phone I, I got my first mobile phone it was in 1999 and um <laughs> you know walked yeah. in somebody's like well, what's the point of that i was like well i can call somebody at their house or they can call me when i'm on the go and they're like well if they're not home it still it still not doesn't work and so there was a lot of skepticism around that and where are we today everybody has one of these things so uh, i think exactly. that's what we're gonna see with crypto so alvin thanks again man you guys are doing some great things with in, in the cryptocurrency space uh, look forward to talking again in the future, uh, possibly, you know, even ju Pleasure. jumping on some Twitter spaces together. Um, yeah. So, And hopefully you. meet you uh, in real life. Yeah. In some yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to hitting <laughs> some events outside of the USA. Uh, yeah. this, this year with the bear market, it's been only USA travel for me, but I'm looking forward to hitting some events in Europe and Asia. Uh, sure. Will you guys, will XT have a presence at Token 2049? 
Yeah, of course, we are there. All we right. have a booth, right. so if you pass All by, right. everybody's welcome. <laughs> that, that, that's one that I'm looking at and considering, so trying to make, make, make pull some magic to make that one happen. That's great. Awesome. All right, Alvin, thank thanks so again for, uh, for joining yeah. us, and thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, have a great day, and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye.